0: Hey everybody, this is Pam and Sunbun at the Paper Outpost. This is the Paper Outpost podcast, The Joy of Junk Journals, talking about junk journaling, paper crafting, life of a crafter, and today is answering your crafty questions. So, um, Norma Favela asks, hello Pam, where did you buy the book from? I'm trying to figure out what book she's talking about. Very really fun special. Um... Have you come across anything from Laura Ingalls Wilder or from anyone from of their family? Uh, Yes, yes, I have come across a whole set of Laura Ingalls Wilder. I was a big fan of Little House on the Prairie, and I came across the set of all the books recently in a thrift store for not too much, and I grabbed it, and I've been saving it for a special occasion. I'm not quite sure what I'm going to do with it yet, but I'm definitely going to do something with it. And I also have a set of... Um, whenever I see Nancy Drew books, like especially the ones that I remember reading, I was a big Nancy Drew fan. And um, so I gathered those and also Hardy Boys of some, not as much as, oh, and the Bopsy Twins. My mom used to read the Bobsey Twins. And uh, so I grab those when I see those. They're not that I don't see those all that often. I don't go looking for these things, these kinds of books, but when I find them, I'm like, okay, yep, you're coming home with me. Um, I'm not a big golden book person, but a lot of people do like to collect the golden books because they use them for the covers. Um, what else? Um, so yeah, oh, I do like to purchase old books, like Reader's Digest books, um, the hardcover Consolidated Reader's Digest storybooks. Those are good sizes for junk journals. Maybe a little fat. You got to put a lot of signatures in to fill them up or stuff. i like chunky monkeys. Um, but you can also change the width of the spine. Just remember that you are never locked into the size of a spine of a book. You just remove the spine, make your own spine of your choosing and you are good to go. Um, or th- these like primary reader books from the turn of the century. Those are so cool. The shorthand books They are cool. I mean, something where I get fascinated by the cover, it's either a memory anchor or it's a really beautiful cover and I would just like to honor the cover and then junk journal it on the inside just for fun. You know, that's fun too. So there's no right or wrong way to do this. You can do however you like, have fun with it. Um, Okay, so we answered that one. We move along, I think. Okay, I did that, that. Okay. Jeep Girls Cozy Craft says, Pam, I am curious to what you mount your camera on. If I remember correctly, you said you were using your cell phone. Yes, I have a very, very basic setup. I use this thing called a desk arm. It clamps onto the side of my desk, and it holds my cell phone over my um, work, so you can look down. So you can kind of have a bird's-eye view of what I'm doing. It's the best thing ever. It's adjustable. You can raise it up and lower it. Um, You can swing it out of the way when you're done. It's a nice way to just have... Oh, and the thing is so inexpensive. It's less than 20 bucks. I have a link for one of them in my Amazon shop. Scroll all the way to the bottom of favorite tools and supplies, and you will find it there. Um, And I'm sure there are many others. Uh, I have seen people use the big things to hold Nikon cameras and all this stuff. I I haven't found a need for that. If I saw some burning need where I had to have the big expensive fancy camera and some big astronomical thing to hold the camera over in the correct position I would have done that but didn't need it, I mean the phone works great um, as far as I can see and um, uh, I used a Samsung tw- 21 Plus Ultra is that what it's called? I've been through a few phones the one before that was a Samsung S10 Plus and that worked great for the longest time and now I, I went up to the 21 Plus Ultra I think it's called, I- I'm not very phone savvy but I think that's what it is um, a, a year or two ago, and still happy with it. It's a great video camera, um, great pictures. And there you go. That's the story. Um, yeah, keep it simple. Whatever you're doing, I mean, I cannot tell you how long it took me to figure out how to orient my YouTube videos in landscape format because I was holding my phone like you normally hold your phone, and everything was upright. You know, recording, and then I was trying to turn the video after I had uploaded it. Oh my god, agony, agony, agony! And I'm sure there's some way to do it that's easy. I youtube it. I researched. I was like passing out. Couldn't figure it out. I spent literally months trying to figure out how to do that, and then um, finally, I, I don't know what it is. I finally figured out something, and now it's not a problem. And life moved on. And then I decided I really didn't like editing it because that got me involved in editing and I spent so much time just trying to reorient the the shape or the size. And you think there's a button that you just, no, it's not that. It's not that at all. You got to record it that way. It's so much easier. And then you just upload it straight to YouTube. You don't even have to do anything else. Just boom, up straight to YouTube from your phone. Boom, one step. No going into the editing thing and spending hours there. No, because, well, you can, and there's nothing wrong with that. Um, it's a different way to present your material, but I would not be able to produce the volume of material if I had to do the editing. And um, I want to keep my process simple. I want you to see every step. So if you are wondering about how to get from here to there, I haven't cut that out. I haven't skipped it because I'm assuming you get that. And I remember watching other people's videos where... Oh yeah, and then of course you just do this, and then you're here, and then they show you th- they skipped a part, and you're like, wait a minute, that's the part I needed to see because I don't get that. It doesn't compute in my brain. I need to see you do it in front of me. So, um, multiple reasons I don't be- I don't edit. Maybe I'm a little lazy. I don't know. <laughs> um, okay, next question. Uh, Stacy Bell asks, "Hi Pam, what is your favorite ink for stamping?" Well, Stacy, let me tell you, I have. I pretty much use Distress Inks by, by Ranger or Tim Holtz. Who, is it? Who makes these inks? I'm looking at it. Tim Holtz, Ranger are on these titles. And I, I mean, as far as, okay, I'm probably like most people, like, well, oh, we're going to buy inks now and ink up our crafty world. So we have to have every ink color known to mankind. So I bought every ink color known to mankind, but it was a little expensive. So I bought used inks and I just reloaded them and that helped. But then I realized I only really use about five or six colors. And, yeah. So there's black, brown, green, blue, pink. Black, brown, green, blue, pink. That's five. What am I missing? The pile's right here. Let me look. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear, check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner, check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. Black, brown, pink, blue, green. Yeah, I guess it's five. I use five mostly. Um, And the rest, they sit in the drawer. Uh, every once in a while I feel guilty and I pull them out and I'm like, all right, you guys have to come out and play. I have to play with different colors, get, you know, stretch my envelope and, um, or stretch my wings or get out of my, whatever. You know what I mean? And, uh, um, yeah, I don't, uh, yep, just a f- five inks will get you there. You don't probably don't even need five inks. That's like going beyond. Um, just have fun with what you have. You don't even have to use inks. You can use shoe polish. You can use makeup. Um... Just get into the play of it all and your little crafty fingers will end up finding, you know, extra supplies that uh, you want to play with. And I understand there's the journey. So you got You don't know until you go. Right. So you don't know you only need a few inks until you buy all the inks and realize I only need a few inks. Um, What else? Um, Tools are the same way. You're going to buy tools at some point gonna buy some tools that you thought were great and weren't so great. You're gonna buy some tools that you thought weren't so great and turned out to be your lifesavers. And I would say my favorite, favorite tools are obviously my crocodile because it helps me punch holes and place eyelets, so I love that. My little crocodile Corner Puncher, I love that. Smaller, um, it's broken and it still works. I love you, little corner puncher. Helps me round corners. Um, my um, prehistoric big shot Sizzix cranking die cutting embossing machine I love you you're ancient you're not electric and you never fail me and I love you I'm, I'm talking to it right now it's sitting right there because I'm looking to see what what is I keep things that I love close because I use them a lot and the other stuff you know like the weird fancy stapler thing the you know I don't know some weird tools like cutting tools and stuff the fancy cutting scissors and stuff they're like way over there in a drawer somewhere I totally forget about those things because I just don't use them that often and I forget I have them and so they're not and oh the paper punches yeah I put a lot of money into paper punches used and new and I don't use them that often I really like them but my hands get tired using them so I'll use them for a while punch up a bunch of stuff and then I'm ready to put them down for a while and uh, so if I had to, like, let go of something, it would probably be paper punches they take up. I've got one, two, three drawers and a whole wall set of paper punches because I had to have everyone known to mankind. You never know when you need the scalloped circle with the little cutouts. You might need it. You might need that one one day, Pam, and there you would be without it. So you better buy it. Yep. So no, no, yeah, yeah, I could live without those. Um, what else? And you can, you can cut things into shapes. You don't necessarily have to have a paper cutter. Um, you can tear things into shapes. Um, and sometimes it's easier to do that than get your. took us off the chair and we'll walk over, open a drawer and get the paper trimmer, cutter thing. Um, okay, okay, what else? My guillotine cutter. Yes, I definitely need that. What else is here? My basic scissors. I have to have the little tiny, easy action titanium. You know, squeeze action scissors because those are so easy on the hands. Those are mandatory for me just because my hands are not super strong and they give me the strength of a a thousand crafters. Yes, yes, I like that. And, okay, so I think I answered that question pretty well. Went off on a tangent, but I hope that was some helpful helpful info. Um, Jean Alam says, I absolutely love your art studio. It's beautiful. Oh, oh, she's looking at the craft room tour when it was totally spotless and I had just... Presented it to the world like, look, look where I live. This is my, this is my sanctuary. This is how it always looks. It, there's never a paper out of place for gosh sakes. It is like a whirlwind of beauty in here. Okay, um, Jean, it doesn't always look like that. I promise you, um, <laughs> it doesn't look like that right now. But thank you, that's very sweet of you. She said, "Did you say your desk is electric, adjustable?" Yes, yes, I have a um, electric desk that, with a push of a button, it will change height. And this is wonderful for crafters for me because sometimes it's better to stand for a while because you can get stuck on your chair and you risk crafter butt, you risk crafter back, You risk crafter hunch over. Sometimes it's very good to stand up and stretch and do some crafting standing up. If you don't have an electric desk, you can just take a regular desk and put something on top of it, like a set of low shelves or some boxes and a board, uh, and you can raise things up yourself. But I highly recommend changing physical position periodically when you're doing a lot of crafting because it is very hard on your body to be in the same position for hours and hours and hours. And the more you stay in that position, the more you stay in that position. So be very, very, very careful and mindful about your body. I have been bringing in a lot more exercise into my life, and I'm feeling so much better because I'm able to work out the kinks and the cracks in my back. Feel feels so much looser. So I encourage you, if you can, if it's possible, move, even if it's a little bit. It doesn't have to be a lot. Micro movements make a difference. They translate the weight on certain bones and joints in your body to a different place and that will allow the fluid in the joints to shift causing a little micro glide and things will stay smoother longer don't stay in the same position um okay and um next question linda Coates asks hi pam i hope your voice is better i watch all your videos i live in australia Uh can't enter your competitions but i do have a question what do you do with all the paper clips you make on chat night? Do you put them in journals? Thanks for your great videos and helping me to learn so much about junk journals. Okay, um, um, yes, I use them in junk journals a lot. I love to use altered, decorated paper clips. They're so much fun to attach ephemera, pretty writing paper, postcards, uh, black and white photos. Um, you know, pretty book pages, uh, antique ledger, whatever into your junk journals. I also use them to make. Um, uh, I like to make these little special gifts that I add to to things that people buy, and I use them to wrap those together. I go through them so fast; I can't make them fast enough. That's why I, I'm I'm really enjoying doing the craft chat with you on Fridays because it allows me to mass make some things so that I at least have a small pool to 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 pull from when I'm sending you guys things so thank you for that I truly appreciate that and appreciate your patience with you know being able to see me make things in on mass like just mass making things and not always having to produce a journal or produce something big or a big video which takes an hour or two to make because it frees my mind. It's a very good therapeutic zen space for me to go to. I highly encourage you to do that too. It doesn't always have to be about the big project. Allow your mind and your imagination and your thought process to explore the tiny, the little, the relaxing, the simple, the just making things for the sake of making things space. And you'll end up with these nice little stashes of things that you can add to a junk journal. So when it comes to making your junk journal, you'll just sit down, you'll put, you know, a few of these things around you. And you'll, your journal will come together a lot faster if you have pre-made things ready to go in. If you're making things as you go, that's a beautiful journey too. That's actually how I did it in the beginning. And um, I looked at every page as a blank palette, um, canvas and you just create from there. And there's, it's total, f- totally fulfilling and totally fun. Um, but if you're going to do volume, I found personally that mass making things and then having ready, and then you can design as you go by adding things to the page, put a main thing down, decorate around it, put some, uh, tuck some things into the pockets and tucks and carry on from there. And that became a, a better way for me personally. Okay. What else do we have here? Voice sounds a little better today. I think I'm, I'm improving. I feel fine. Um, the voice is just... I've been singing a lot I've been singing a lot um, okay um, Christine Crowes. Hi Pam I'm not getting your your email or news your email newsletter can you please check on it for me yes what you need to do Christine is um, email send me to Pam at the paper outpost your your email address that's in there and what I do is I go in there and I manually check to see number one that your email is in there that there's no typos and things like that so I can cross check that for you. Um, if everything is okay with your email address I haven't what's called the activity feed I can see exactly um, how many emails you have received how many you have opened how many you have clicked on where you went like it's that's just the way the email system works so I can see if you're receiving them and getting into them and I understand it's very easy to lose a newsletter because you don't necessarily know where it went after you've read it or you lost it or something like that there's also um, uh, maybe you deleted it. Okay, that's a possibility too. Or you're not getting it and we can find out that way. So let me give me your email address, email it to pam with the paper and I'll double check for you. And then I'll also send you a little tip and trick on how to find the missing newsletters because often if you're using Microsoft Outlook, they get delivered to the Promotions tab. Some people never look in there. They only look at the main primary inbox. Um, So take a peek in there. You never know. Um, Also, if you set up any filters, things like that, it might place it in a labeled folder that you might have forgotten that you set up. Um, So little things like that um, uh, will help a lot. Most people will eventually find where they're going. Um, and if not, and if for some reason your email didn't go in, I can fix that for you at my end. Okay. Eva Mahoney says, um, do you ever talk to your husband and when he replies you jump because you didn't expect to reply and you quickly realize you're not doing a video, LOL? Um, (laughs) I don't know. That's a good question. Um... Um, have I been spooked by him sometimes yes <laughs> you know um there have been times where I've left my computer on and I've gone out shopping and he had come home and he hears the video and he thinks I'm in the house that's kind of funny um so he starts talking to me and he will have a whole conversation with the video and it's not I'm not even there I think it's hilarious um okay one day ago okay one day ago that's no it's just Oh, this person's name is just a period. That's interesting. You always make my day. Love that you tell us to use the pretty things. I tend to hold them back. But for what? I know, right? We all do that. Um, Your encouragement is always the push I need, creating with reckless abandon in Central North Carolina. A question. Did you have a previous profession in another life? Yes. I've had many previous professions. Um, I was in the medical field. Um... I'm a retired family practice doctor. That's a whole other world. And um, I also teach online at colleges. I teach, I've been teaching online for a while, um, medical classes. Um, And um, I also uh, manage some uh, rental properties. So yeah, I have a very strange life. I used to have a, a soap company. I used to make handmade soap for about 10 years and I sold that around florida i used to go to the craft shows things like that that was a lot of fun another way to nothing smelled good in medicine by the way um very fun and relaxing what else did i do i had a oh i got into community theater for a while and i created a company to sell tickets for one hit wonder shows he's we did a lot of um you know like play and then we had no Way to Sell the Tickets. This was before the Square swipe credit card thing came along. So I set up a website and a, um, a merchandising place where people could... Uh, not a merchandising place, but a place where people could pay with credit cards online, which would, it, before it was an easy thing to do yourself, um, for these little shows. So I did that for a bit. Yeah, a lot of crazy things in life. I, I dabble. I'm a dabbler. Here I am dabbling in the papers. Who knew? I never i never knew I would be playing with paper. That's such an odd thing. All right, I don't think I've ever really talked about that before, but there you go, there's the history, um, Pam, oh, Linda Bossio, Pam, my art glitter glue turned liquidy, is there anything I can do to fix it, yeah, it's, it's winter, right, yeah, um, I think the glue, the, and this is a well-known thing about the glue, um, it becomes unstable in cold weather, I, have even heard they don't ship it in cold weather, because it, I think it separates. And I don't know if there's a way to get it back together again. What I would recommend is just wait for the warm weather or um, see what happens and see if it bonds together again. I know that happened to me even in Florida, but we do get some cold weather in Florida occasionally, so it can happen to us here too. So Um, it does happen. That's a known thing. I don't know if there's a way to get it together. Maybe somebody else can give us some tips on that. Sunny, are you good? Yes, Mom. Okay. Oh, so if you don't know... Um, I have a February fundal triple bonus special by a fundal in February of 2023. You will automatically receive a triple bonus, um, no code or coupon needed. You will get a Victorian trade card from the turn of the century, a Victorian calling card from the same time period, and a beautiful Gothic textbook page from 1798, and it's 225 years old. It has beautiful text on it. So if you're interested in that, buy yourself a bundle, and I will ship that to you free priority mail shipping in the USA. So there you go, folks. You have an awesome day. Very, I love hearing your questions. I love hearing what you're thinking about. And it helps me get to know you better. So um, you guys have an awesome day. Remember, fun can be simple. And create with reckless abandon. Take care, everyone. Bye-bye.